When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. If you're a regular listener to the show, you probably memorized our phone number. But because Tom hasn't, I'm going to give it to you again. Here we go. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Hello and welcome to the show about your dough talking real money on the radio and then later online as a podcast i'm don over there is tom tom i was going to be again? so nice to you today too because tomorrow's your birthday but all bets are now off so the gloves oh, are goodness. pulled off and <clears throat> here we go i don't think i could take a day of you being nice to me <laughs> okay i wouldn't know what to do oh you know what here's the good news i will not call you at all tomorrow how about that? I won't know day. what to do. Exactly. <laughs> get up, go. Work. You call me every day. <laughs> won't complain about soccer, uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. So there you go. Got are, that are going the, for you. Are, are, are your is your favorite team playing today? They Did they are. Play they just got a goal. They're back in it. So the Mexicans. They are. They're already through to the next round. Let's not oh, go are there. They? Yeah. Let's not go. Oh, there. okay. Yeah, it's All a right. long story, yeah. but. Tom doesn't like the Mexican team. As, I was and, rooting for him, and I got chewed out. I got chewed out for rooting there for There are him. good and known reasons like, for that dislike, too. Like, I know who to root for in the World Cup if the team. U.S. isn't in it. You pick a team. Yeah, I'm wearing my U.S. I did. I picked anyway. the wrong one, okay. apparently. <laughs> you can still root for the Mexican. I'm not going to stop you. I just yeah, you try. don't think it's good because they've been a very difficult uh, opponent. Let's yeah, I know. That the, it's that header that you didn't mm. like in 2002. Do yeah, you hold a like grudge? that's like yesterday. That's like yesterday. Do you hold a grudge? <laughs> Only for 16 years or whatever. I don't want to get on your bad side. <laughs> that's a long time. I get on your bad side mm. in 2018 and I'm 87 years old. <laughs> I hate, still hate that Don McDonald. I don't know. He, he, he headbutted me. Yeah. Well, you got, you got a deal like that you're going to talk about right now anyway, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to headbutt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lambo. Gonna, and you you know what? He apparently, uh, although he does seem to take it a little personally. Oh, boy, he does. does he ever. Yeah. Uh, man, he takes it personally. And who am I talking about, my friends? Uh, the most popular money-oriented radio show ever in the history of radio shows. Mm-hmm. Not the Don McDonald show. That's darn close it. number two, though. Uh, all right. Well, number 17. All right, whatever. It's still in number the top 20. Number one yeah. with a bullet uh, has been the Dave Ramsey show because yep. of his folksy down-home approach to things from there from Tennessee. And it's got kind of and, a religious part to it as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, a little and bit his debt advice is like, get your stupid self out yep. of debt. We're going to talk about debt a little later on. Mm-hmm, which is a good idea. That's great advice, by the way. But then Dave has this issue. And and this, this came to us... I, I decided to do this after receiving mm-hmm. an email from a listener in Minnesota. Uh, from Van do you know in Minnesota. He, do you know he said it that way, even though it was an email? You knew you could hear the accent? Yeah, because yeah, the... you can see the accent. Minnesota, okay. I've I've listened to Don since the 90s and got to meet him in his Disney World studio in 95. In his so Mickey can... Mouse costume. 
Yes, yeah, indeed. Nice. Now, I actually wore the Scrooge McDuck costume. I believe that. I found your podcast in recent years and listen when I get the chance. I seldom listen to Dave Ramsey, but happen to hear him discuss investing in managed mutual funds versus an index fund. And then he gave me the, the podcast. He said, I pretty much disagree with all of his comments, except his final one where he says a person's wealth is determined more on their rate of saving than their rate of return, which we'll also talk about. Yeah. So he said, would you take a listen and talk about it on the show? So I did. And Dave is still going on about mm-hmm. his opinion that stock-oriented mutual funds yield 12%, that the best stock funds to get are actively managed, full commission funds from a stockbroker, and he really takes issue with all of us on the radio, all of the CFPs and the like who, who criticize him, all of the press. I mean, he's been criticized by Time Magazine, by Forbes Magazine, and he really, really takes umbrage with that. Can I hear him? I'm not 83 hearing three years that it's been open. Fifteen of them are down years, and the rest are up. Oh wait, here it is. How do I turn the volume? Over? <laughs> says you can get twelve percent. Ramsey lost his mind. Anyway, that's Dave Ramsey making strange seal noises. That sounded like a seal. <laughs> Dave Ramsey lost his mind. Oh, uh, and Dave sakes. Ramsey, I believe that when it comes to investing, Dave Ramsey has not lost his mind. He is just a shrewd businessman. It is in Dave Ramsey's best interest to continue to push actively managed funds sold by stockbrokers because stockbrokers pay him big bucks to be a part of his stockbroker network that used to be called endorsed local providers. But he had to change that because the SEC was going to fine him. Well, because he wasn't registered. Right. You can't take a fee for giving financial advice. They work their way around that. Now I think they just give he they each pay him a certain amount per year or something to Correct. be part of the the deal. So he changed. Yeah, that. I was. Yeah, but here's what he said on this show. He went on and on and on and on about two mutual funds that he owns, both from the American Funds Company. Which, by the way, when it comes to actively managed loaded mutual funds, it doesn't get much better than them. But here's what is wrong with his logic. And we'll tell you more about it after this. 855-935-TALK is the phone number. 855-935-8255. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're looking for a nice short podcast to tide you over between episodes of Talking Real Money, check out Money 30. Money 30 podcasts are between two and four minutes long, and they're available at every major podcast service, including Apple Podcasts, or you can visit money30.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, and you can call us almost any time because it either goes to voicemail or it uh, comes right to one of the shows. 855-935-8255. We're talking about the most popular Money Talk Show host on the radio, Mr. Dave Ramsey. In history. In history. In history, yes. He really does have a big, big audience. Um, And he, when it comes to debt, we're good. And, you know, that's one of his little whines. He goes, well, Dave, Dave's fine with debt, but he's he's a terrible, terrible investment advice. Terrible, 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 terrible. That didn't sound like him. He had sound like a... 
walrus right, or a, let me play that again some anyway i just you know what i want to record that i'm just going to play that i knew you every were. show i knew you were you had <laughs> you had the baby thing what a couple of weeks ago grandpa grandpa Gosh, I love it so I much. Think anyway, actually, if you listen carefully to that, he's saying no. Paul, play it backward. Paul is dead. I think if it. But you yeah, have to no, no, slow no. It down. When you play it backward, okay. which I did, I, 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 when you play it backward, it <laughs> says everything I said is a lie. Fee only financial advice is better. <laughs> but you can't say that. You can't or, say he'll kill his whole program. The Smart Vester program, which, by the way, he still has the endorsed local providers for real estate oh. and insurance, oh, but course. he can't. Do, but yeah. but he changed it to the Smart Vester program, yeah. uh, and uh, I'll I'll talk about that another time. All what right, I want to talk about today, though, yeah. is his advice on investing. Yes, his advice is <laughs> it's just incredible. It, put all of your money in stock mutual funds okay let me All stop right there let me stop right okay. there very quickly all right we'll take it apart piece by yeah. piece number one we know almost nobody well, i think we have out of our 800 client households we work with there yeah. are three or four people that are 100 percent in stocks and that no, one everybody should be 100 well, percent okay. in stocks the problem is you're, <laughs> you're, he's right but in practice, nobody can do it. In other words, very few people can see their money go down by 50% and say, that's okay, it's always come back, right? And, by, and you know this because we get up in front of rooms and we ask people, how many of you are okay with losing half your money knowing that it's always come back? And there's never a hand that goes up, never a one. Never, ever, ever. No, so nobody can no. really, that's not very practical advice. Let's put it that way. All right, well, here's his advice. He gives you specific he advice yes, he does. on how to build the portfolio. The portfolio should be made up of. Are you ready? Yeah. One growth fund. One growth and income fund, which is just a blue chip growth fund. Uh, one aggressive growth fund and one international fund. Why does he use that terminology for the funds? Do you know why, Tom? Because those back aren't to like normal asset classes. Or something. Yeah. Nobody yeah. talks about them that way anymore. Except the American Funds Group. That's true. They still do, don't they? Yeah. And it's the American Funds Group that Dave Ramsey... Uh, is always promoting because he is personally in them. And they have, uh, by the way, done quite well. And he's but, not just in them. He's, according to listening to the, the clip, millions and millions and millions of dollars in them. Well, the benefit to him being millions and millions and millions of dollars into them is that if you have millions and millions of dollars in the American funds, you can get what are called breakpoints. Yeah. And so he probably paid commissions of nothing. Whereas the people he's sending to one of his formerly endorsed local providers are charging five and three quarter percent to get their money put in. That's the problem or one of the problems. Okay, there's the operating expense of the funds as well. You can buy the same asset class group of stocks at Vanguard for far less money than you're going to spend at American funds. Yes, but these certified financial Pharisees are going on and on and on and on and on and on about fees. All they care about is fees. They just talk about fees all the time. 
He does. He does. <laughs> he does like the fee thing. You really have that down now. I think that's going to be your new calling card. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So no, he does spend. Uh, he does complain about the fees, and he says it shouldn't matter because you're going to make thirteen percent a year. What do you care about the There's fees? There's the. And that's it don't the, matter, thank man. You. It don't thank you. Thank you. Then he claims yeah. that you because these funds have yes, past tense returned about twelve percent per year. That you will, future tense, make 12% per year. And what if you only made half of that? You'd be thrilled. Oh, wow. oh come on. And Every, that's the other thing he oh. said. Hey, you know, let's say you only make half, yeah. 7%. Well, which wait, half of 12 is happen. 6. He also says, by the way, which is never going to happen because that never happens in the financial industry when something's doing no. so well and then does poorly. He's... Are you kidding me? That happens ever. Well, Fidelity Magellan, you could go back through the track record of mutual funds that had a terrific period of performance and then dive into the bottom. Bill Gross, I mean, you can go through, there's a huge list of people, so that's a completely well, silly thing well, to say. Uh, dimensional funds just came out with a new study that showed of those funds that were the top performers over a 20-year period, only 14% were still in business. Yeah, in business, 20 still years operating. Later. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's silly thing for him to say. Anyway, his advice on investing is just can terrible. You give us, can you give us the World Cup call as part of it? Go! Oh, <laughs> I just, I can't believe he I'm did sorry. that. And I know it's... he hates. And by the way, <laughs> it does sound actually now that I listen to it closely that he has lost his mind. I think that's right. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Anyway, the uh, point, if, the point do, of please the do is, not take yeah. your financial advice from Dave Ramsey. What he's going to do, investing those people advice. he's going investing to send advice. you to, investing advice. Yeah. Those people he is going to send you to are stock brokers. They are not, not one of them. I can say this because he doesn't even allow 100% fiduciaries to advertise with him. They None of them are fiduciaries all the time. They are all brokers. They are all commissioned. They are all not required to do what is in your best interest. They will all sell you actively managed funds. And there is, and he goes on it. In his Wait, rant, he said, sure compares, he compares the, the, being in the stock market to being in a bank. And he right. says, in a bank, you're only making 1% for a CD. Well, first of all, you can get, we just talked about this on the show, you can now get 2%. But that aside, there is no comparison, ladies and gentlemen, between owning stocks and owning, putting money in a bank and getting a small amount of interest. There, the risk, there is nothing similar, okay? And nothing number two, and similar. Then, and then in number two, he says, and this is far better. This is as safe as the money in your house. Okay. That I don't even know what that means because well, your think, house may be safe or may well, not. We may don't not, know. Ask the people of Arizona or Florida or Las Vegas how safe their house was in 2007. <laughs> it's not well, safe. Then, then maybe Come he's th maybe he's being honest. Then it's a, it's 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 as safe as the money in your house, which isn't safe. And yet he goes on to compare them to not CDs a good at a bank. Yeah, not a good comparison. So I can't make the sound the way you can. But <laughs> I'm gonna stick with what we've always said about Dave. Yes, yes, Dave, you're right. Your 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 overall advice to get out of debt, don't get in debt, etc., is great. But when the debt, when you get into the details of investing, the advice is not great. And 
And for, for, for folks like Dave who think that for some reason we've got it in for him for selfish reasons, that somehow we're, we're making more money by giving this advice. That's just ridiculous. If we were selling commissioned products to people. I'd rather work for him and get the 5.75, get a piece of we, that. If we were Ooh. pulling in 5.75 on all the money we manage, we, wow, wow. That would be one big birthday party tomorrow, I guess, huh? Yeah, man. Right. We'd, we'd be investing millions in mutual funds millions instead of the thousands. That, <laughs> the only the thousands that we can afford because we don't get paid that well. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. That's 855-935-8255. That's enough of of beating on Ramsey. Uh, now we have our new our new audio clip to play anytime we need to get going a little bit. There you do it. He right? he does he really yeah, deserves he that. And let's, His and, and, debt- and after the break, let's talk about another radio financial guy who got some really great news this week. But is it great news for you, the investor? That's the question. Oh yeah, that is almost always the question, isn't it? 855-935-TALK. You need a little help with your dough? Give us a call right here on this show. Tom and Don are talking real money. We mentioned 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255 throughout the podcast. But you need to know that you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave your question, and those will be answered in special Talking Real Money podcasts that will appear on this particular site in the future. So give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And once again, our number, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Now, folks, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people on the radio giving advice on investing. There are thousands of them. Mm. And we are of the opinion that only a handful are giving what we believe to be honest, scientifically based, 100% fiduciary advice. Arm's length advice is the other part, I'd say, because most of them honestly are on the radio because they want you to call Monday and become a client. Very few will will say that, but uh, it's pretty clear yeah. that it's a pitch. So, so call us Monday, become a client. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm kidding. That was let the me, wrong show. Let uh, me give you Don's uh, cell phone number. Yeah. There was a guy on the radio. He's still on the radio, but he was on the radio uh, pitching financial products to people that he then he sent them on to his son's firm and he got a huge kickback. I think it was like a 1% of every asset. It was a lot. It was a big deal. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, he got into some trouble with the SEC. His name is Ray Lucia. Somebody that we know, we've met with. He's, you know, oh, yeah. He's an acquaintance, I guess you put it that way. He's an acquaintance. Yeah, he's, not he's not a good a friend. friend. No. But, I mean, Ray Ray went on and on the last time I saw him about how he was uh, he was he was ridden out of town on a rail. Yeah, he, he was, was. Uh, unfairly prosecuted that he didn't do anything he was wrong. Pitching timeshare or something last time we saw him. He was pitching timeshare last God. time we saw him. Prior to that, though, he was pitching non-publicly traded REITs, a product oh, with which we have many yeah, beefs. The bonds, bonds on steroids, Don. We're going to write about this in the next edition of Real Investing Journal. Because bonds are never good enough. You need to add something to them. Anyway, Ray got hey, some wait, good news. Speaking of bonds, wait, yeah. speaking of bonds, do you know who says no one should own a single bond ever in their portfolio? <laughs> That's the guy we just... I <laughs> no bonds. <laughs> good luck with that. There's so few people that could do that, so... 
Anyway, uh, where was I going? Oh, You're talking about Ray, Lucia. Ray Lucia. Ray Lucia. Yeah. Ray Lucia was all over the news this past I mean, week big, because, big. dude, he took his case literally. He made a Supreme Court case out of it. And Don't make won. a Supreme Court case out of this and won. I know. That's the part. He <laughs> didn't. Here's the Ray's a little confused. His lawyer told yeah. one of the financial advisory publications that he was totally cleared of any wrongdoing and he was going to go back to practicing uh, investment advice because he, he had to leave the industry forever i think uh, i think most of us I, laymen who are not lawyers would say one what we on what we call a technicality because what they what they said what the supreme court said was that the sec can't have people inside the building appointing their own judges that those administrative law judges cannot try cases this way that was the decision yeah. yeah. I mean, and, it had nothing to do with the merits of the case, which is my recollection. It came down to Ray was telling people, here's the returns you can expect. Then people said, where do you get that information from? Somebody took it took a to him. And he said, oh, I kind of wrote it out a few years ago. And, and on a said, napkin. On a napkin. And they're like, eh, that's probably not good enough to give financial advice. I will always believe that because of the way he's pushed people into poor products, so you, you mentioned non-traded REITs, that that helped bring him down. But all that aside, he got good news. Now the question really is what's going to happen next. I, I, his lawyers, as I said, puts kind of a brave face on it, says, hey, he's going to go right into business. I don't think the Security and Exchange Commission is going to let that happen, but we shall see. I think they're probably just going to bring new charges against him. That would be my guess. Happens. That would be my guess. So anyway, uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. We have lines open for you. We will talk about the financial problems that you face, particularly the advice you get. If you, and you know, you can take or leave our advice. You can take or leave everybody's advice. Indeed. But it's nice. Isn't it nice to have someone else, someone who is has no vested interest in your situation, to tell you whether or not you are making the best possible decision for your situation. And you know, if you've dealt with people in the financial industry, most of the time, they don't even know what your situation is. And, uh, but they've so got that's an why, idea for you. Um, that's the problem. So we want to clear up some of those ideas, clean up some of the messes, uh, get you on a better direction, get you on a better course toward a really great future, help you retire better, help you build wealth for not just you, but for your family and uh, on into the future. We'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. All right, let's get this break out of the way really quickly. If you're looking for an investment advisor, you need a fee-only, 100% fiduciary, low-cost, science-based advisor. And that describes Vestory. If you'd like to learn more about us, it's really easy. Go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or give us a call at 800-386-3004, 800-386-3004. There, that wasn't so bad. We're talking real money. And we want to talk about money with you one-on-one, or you could just kind of listen in. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. That's 855-935-8255. Give us a call. And Jim, 
You're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Jim. How can we help you today? Yeah, I was listening to you guys a couple weeks ago, and some guy called in and had $20,000 he wanted to stick away somewhere, and you told him to put it in the bank. And I'm going to sell my house and have about $500,000 to stick somewhere. And I, I'm i going to buy another house probably, but not for a year or so. Where do you think I should put that? Well, that's a great question. I mean, the money is going to be used again in a year. Is that what you're saying? Every, every bit of it is going back into another house? Well, more than likely, I'm moving from Seattle down to L.A., and everything down there costs more, so... Hard as yeah, that boy, is you are, you are jumping from the frying pan yeah. right into the fire. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, so this, this is a pretty simple equation. If you need the money in a year, you don't want to put it in something where there's much volatility. In other words... If you put it in, just for sake of argument, in stocks, you could wake up a year from now and have half as much money there, right? I mean, that's happened. If you put it even in short-term government bonds, you could go down a little bit. If you used uh, short-term corporate bonds, you could lose a little bit. What Don was simply saying is, just so you, if you want to know absolutely the money's going to be there a year from now, the bank is the right place. I think we did look at at, uh, bank rate last week, Don, and you could get a CD for what uh 2.3 percent right now at capital one okay. or at goldman sachs you simply go to bankrate.com. no wait 2.5 oh, wow two point for a one year one year thousand wow. dollar minimum at able banking which is part of northeast bank so and so i mean that, there you then go you know, I, then I mean, to gonna, me that's right, that's yeah. a no-brainer yeah it's for absolute, no doubt about it, sure. You cannot lose the money. You'll have it in a year and be ready to make your purchase somewhere very east of Los Angeles for half a million dollars. Well, I figure that would be a down payment. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. No, that, Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying somewhere so, east, like hey, the Mojave so maybe have, or something. I'm kidding you. Kidding you'll you. have 500000 plus yeah. an additional 2500 or yeah, so. Yeah, so. right, yeah. Well, less yeah. than that, two percent of five, two and a half. Two, pardon me. <laughs> so more like uh, oh, twelve hundred, fifteen, twelve hundred. Yeah. So a little bit, yeah. but but as Don yep. said, you know the money will be there. I hope that helps, and good luck in your move. All right, thanks thank for the call, you. Jim. Thank you. All right, take care, sir. Bye bye. Eight five five nine three five T A L K. That's our uh, phone number. Anytime you want to stop by, we're here and trying. Our darndest to help this Unless process. you're friends with Dave Ramsey, and he can guarantee no, you'll get the 12% the next year. Guarantee? No, he doesn't say that. But I just think he yeah, makes no, it but sound Basically, like that. he implies it. Yeah, he makes it sound and, like, well, and, that's easy. You just put it in. And, you know, in a tweet storm he had with somebody, with a couple yeah, of uh, very well-known yeah. mm-hmm. financial advisors, um, he said, I help more people in 10 minutes oh. than you help in a lifetime. Hey, this is one of my problems with discourse today. Instead mm-hmm. of answering the, the the conflict, they start saying, well, you're an idiot. They don't answer the conflict. They simply try to put you down. That's not that's not debate, by the way. No. And as a matter of fact, a lot of people, I love this thing where it's like, yeah, I did something wrong, but everybody else does things wrong, right. too. What, what, what does that you have know, to do with it? Yeah, I, like darn thing. Dave cannot, honestly, he cannot defend his position in a in a straight on argument there was one uh, blog by an advisor that i read where he said uh he actually went sat down with his clients he did a monte carlo yeah, Tom, right yeah. where he put he looked at the actual returns for the market 
since 1926, mm-hmm. which, by the way, the total global market actually outperformed index fund of, uh, I mean, sorry, um, Investment Company of America. At less risk, far less risk, because you own a lot but, more stocks. But here's what this guy did is he ran this for every year since 1926. And he found Dave Ramsey said you should take you can take afford to take eight percent out. And have four percent inflation. You can afford. Oh, yeah. So no. he ran the numbers and he said, if you take that much out with three percent inflation, uh, you will go broke half the time. See, and this is the other thing. It's easy for Half Dave, the time. Dave to say this kind of thing because he doesn't work with people one-off. In other words, he never has to wake up with, have somebody call him in 10 years and say, Dave, I ran out of money. Okay, line two, no, you're on the air. So it doesn't no matter. No fiduciary responsibility right. to any of his listeners. None whatsoever. You have no recourse. If an advisor, a fee-only advisor, fee-only advisor gives you advice, you have recourse because they're a fiduciary. 855-935-TALK. If you need help allocating your retirement plan at work, you can get free help at 401411.com. That's 401411.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And we are doing just that at our handy-dandy phone number, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And, you know, Tom, just uh, uh, just for the heck of it, I went into Dave's Smart Vester website mm-hmm. and uh, gave him my you information. Can, you can, you can you ask for somebody advisor. to help you write. And, well, yeah. I, I don't know if they're an advisor, but okay. Every one of them is dual registered. And which means, Every one which of means them. what? What does that mean? Uh, dual registered means that they, at some time, this is why I invented the hats, the advisor hats, the advocates. selling caps that have. We've sold a pair. Right of off of the pair, shelves. Two. <laughs> so they come I as a set. More USA Men's World Cup shirts sold than the caps. Come on. Oh, are there Men's Cup? The World Cup shirt? Oh, yeah. I'm wearing one right now. Anyway, uh, yeah, every one of them is both a registered investment advisor or advisor representative and they are brokers working for a broker dealer which means at one point they give you they can give you fiduciary advice and then at the next moment they can sell you something that's merely suitable which is what happens when they sell you an actively managed fund with a load it's merely suitable 855-935-TALK our number 855-935-8255 larry you're next welcome to the show hi larry oh thank you I've almost lost my confidence in indexing. What in the world is a Dow 30? I can understand why they dumped uh, General Motors, but then they picked up Walgreen Drug. Hey, you're, break. you're 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 breaking into one of the stories we wanted to get to. Yeah, I think this they, is absolutely they dropped General brilliant. Electric. General, General Motors went a long time ago. Yeah, and they, and they dropped AT&T a few years ago. And years, in ago years ago, they, uh, years by ago. By the way, there's a great piece, and, and, and by, I agree with you, and we're going to let Don go off here because Don doesn't think anybody <laughs> should pay attention to the Dow 30. But here's something no. interesting. Here's Yeah, I, we're, we're on the same team. Here's something interesting. Stocks, a lot of stocks have had a terrific track record after getting booted. <laughs> no, I mean, there was a great piece in the Wall Street. Alcoa went up almost 100% the next year after getting thrown out. And the people that select this, this is no different to me, Don, than somebody selecting an actively managed mutual fund. It's the same. There is no reason, rhyme, no reason for these companies that are in the Dow 30. 
Really? And you only really? been saying it was for like 10 years thing. or 20 years or whatever it is. Really? <laughs> the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which it's is not. 30 stocks, yeah. it's a hundred and you know, X number of years old, started in 1890, I believe, uh, and it is an actively managed index. That's which all it is. is right. an oxymoron. You're exactly right, Larry. There's no reason uh. to pay attention to it. The problem is... Uh-huh. Because it's been it's out habit. there, yeah, it's been out there for a hundred and whatever years. The financial media thinks you gotta quote the Dow Thirty because it's the Dow Thirty. These are the thirty most important stocks, and it's not a. It's by the way, the weighting of it. You know how they do this? It's fascinating. Nope. It's not it's cap weighted. It's price weighted. So if your <laughs> stock is trading at fifteen hundred, that's you know worth ten times more than somebody trading at one fifty. That makes no sense. None. It should be easily cap-weighted, maybe like the S&P 500. I mean, this is really, the more I got into this, Don, the more I thought I should have listened to Don 15 years ago. I guess there's a lot of other things I should have listened to about 15 years I ago. I have been saying this You're for as long, long as I have been on the radio. And as a matter of fact, when I do my morning reports on, on, on Como, I do often say things like the centenarian Dow 30 yeah. or the archaic Dow 30 or the uh-huh. antique Dow 30. Right. Uh, it should not be. As a matter of fact, if you want a, if you want a, 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 a reasonable and I try to quote it every single report, the best indicator of the U.S. market's activity at any given moment is the Standard & Poor's Total Market Index. The symbol for that is SPTMI. I think everyone should pay attention to that if you want to know what the U.S. market is doing, not the Dow. The Dow is not the market. It never will be the market. It ought to be forgotten. We are just creatures of habit, and we can't break the habit. If I took it out of those reports, do you know how many people would have a fit? Yeah. Because be I mad. didn't quote yeah. the stupid Dow? Management and I, here I, I Sometimes would be I call it the stupid yeah. Dow. Yeah, really. It's the Larry, stupid Dow. You're right on. And isn't there DWG? Can't you, can't you follow that, too, for the Dow, the Dow Global? No, it's no. gone. Oh, that's gone. Okay, they killed that. it off <sighs> because they didn't want people getting confused with yeah. the Dow 30, which, by the way, is owned by Standard & Poor's mm-hmm. now anyway. Yeah, yeah. Standard & Poor's, kill it. Just put it out of its misery. Just, Shoot it. By the way, at the end of the article in the Wall Street Journal, they even admit... To some investors and analysts, the trend suggests the index committee, they call it the index committee because it's the Dow Jones Industrial, the behind the Dow Industrials has often mistimed its decisions, removing a company before it's fully had a chance to make a turnaround. The world is littered with mutual fund managers who've done the same thing for the last 80 years, have said, I'm giving up on Apple. Because you can remember when people gave up on Apple 15 years ago, right? Oh, I remember it well. I was one of them. Yeah, and they said, oh, it's over. Or Microsoft for several years. Well, more than a decade. Microsoft made, actually, it was in negative territory for a decade, even with the huge dividend. So, Larry, you're... You're exactly right. So we're we're agreeing with you, and we thank silly, you for the call. Silly, silly, silly Dow. It's so silly. I'd love, I'd love to see it put out of its misery and our misery. Mm-hmm. Please, Standard and Poor's. Let's start talking about the market as the Standard and Poor's Total Market Index. That is the U.S. market. You know, I'm, I'm okay if you want to quote the Euro Dow or you want to quote the Asia Dow or the Global Dow. They're blue chips, but they're a little broader. But even the folks who run the Dow, the index committee or whatever they call themselves, they admit that they try to pick the stocks that'll make the index look best. 
Only buy the That's stocks that are going management. up. Only buy the stocks that are going up. You don't buy the ones that oh. go down. I mean, and so this is not a good measure. It's not a good, I don't even like calling it an index because it's not an index. No, it's not it's because not. an it's... index is supposed to represent a segment of the market or the market itself. Yeah. All this is is a randomly selected it's an actively group managed. of stocks. Yeah. It's a it's a it's the actively managed industrial average. And it isn't even industrial anymore. No, Walgreens is a ma- very industrial. As a matter of fact, I think General Electric was the last industrial company left in the Dow. I need to well, look Well, okay, Boeing. I mean, come on. Boeing. Always is, Bo- yeah, Boeing. Yeah, Boeing, Boeing that's industrial. that's All pretty right. industrial. I mean, but General Electric for heaven's yeah. sake. Thomas Edison Walt will Disney? be spinning is in it his Walt grave. Disney industrial? Come on. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm right. Kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. going to Epcot tonight. I don't think I'm going to see a factory. I'll see a pretend How factory. How about Caterpillar? How about Caterpillar? They make Caterpillar yeah, Air Industrial. Probably get away with yeah. that. But the rest of them still in it. I'm yep. surprised Caterpillar's still yep. in it. Yep. yep, yep. They're one of the smaller ones. But the yeah, fact that they do live. it based on price, again, seems very silly to me and very archaic. Because All right, I have the market list now. Cap is, yeah, it's Boeing. No, IBM. No, Intel. No, Johnson. No, no, no. You're right. That's it. Really. really oh, uh, Dupont. 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 Yeah. You pardon can, me. Yes, Dow right. Dupont. You can call that an industrial company. Yeah, that's true. United Technologies. I think at times you could call that an industrial. But remember, this was supposed to be set up to be just industrial. Yeah. Matter of fact, some of the original companies in the Dow are hysterical. It's like American Sugar and American Leather. There was a leather stock. Yeah. What whatever happened to all those leather stocks? They went out up. like other things. All right. 855-935-talk is our phone number 855-935-8255. Good news the Germans have won up. and they will advance to the next round. So you feel better now about putting my team No, down? not really. Okay. Not really. Your team's advancing too. So there you go. I they're not my team anymore. I feel terrible. 855-935-talk is the number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Keeping the podcast breaks as painless as possible is my goal. That's why I want to very quickly tell you about the only magazine I've ever heard of that is 100% real investing all the time. There's no business news, no speculative advice, and certainly no lifestyle stuff. It's called Real Investing Journal. I publish it every quarter, and you can get two full years for only 25 bucks at realinvestingjournal.com. That's realinvestingjournal.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you want to enjoy a really great retirement, you need to invest well, you need to plan well, you need to take care of some of the things that might impact your family and your future, and you can find out how to do a lot of those things at a uh, retirement event coming up really soon tom and attorney rick gregorick will be getting together and you can get tickets right now at talkingrealmoney.com talkingrealmoney.com we hope you realize that the information provided on talking real money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor you know a good one investing must always involve risk in other words you can and probably will lose money at times also as much as you want it no one can accurately consistently predict the so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. 
Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?